It's Wednesday, February 24th, 2021, and this is the People's Podcast. This is Steak for Breakfast. Smokey, this is not Nam, this is bowling. There are rules. Today, Junior! America! Steak for breakfast! So stand by. All right, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stay Ready Gear USA. Visit stayreadygear.com. Use the code STEAK at checkout for 5% off anything in their website. Also brought to you by manrubs.com. Use the code STEAK15. Save 15% off anything in their store. We usually have ribs or steak, something Mm. on the smoker or barbecue, always powered by manrubs and the lovely stuff that they've sent us. Um, They're a huge... uh, advocate for conservatism and um, not being a douchebag. So visit them, check them out, support them. If anything, just like them on Instagram, Facebook, um, all that good stuff. But if you're into barbecuing meat, which as a man, you probably should be, hit them up. I got t-shirts, great seasonings, coffee cups, blow torches, things like that. All things delicious. Yeah. I don't know if you guys heard this week, but um, the administration canceled the uh, Operation Talon, which basically had a, a team designed to uh, find people who are illegally present in the United States. And are pedophiles? Who are pedophiles. And What's aggra- a pedophile? Let's break that down real quick. We're not breaking that down. But but they would aggravatedly a, deport them. I'll tell you what, it's not. It's a it, pervert who it's not a kids. sexual orientation. But what a good lead into that is. Correct. Mike over at West Coast Survival Arms <laughs> has everything you need to continue on the traditions of Operation Talon, minus the deportations. Because at the end of the day, there's only one cure for pedophilia. And Mike's got everything you can get your hands on from handguns, rifles, shotties, and a whole safe full of ammo. Eesh. You can find him on Facebook at West Coast Survival Arms or by telephone 619-870-6992. That's Mike over at West Coast Survival Arms. Um, our friends over at Mediocre Medic, if you are a uh, first responder and like some tack flare. Ooh, I like uh, that word. Right? Patches, t-shirts, even got some boots. Boots. Things of those natures, stickers, and places that they could stick them. MediocreMedic.com, check them out. Great friends of the show. And uh, they've actually encouraged us. I don't know how you guys feel about this. The uh, men of our non-announced agency blurred out face pictures with mediocre medic patches oh yeah i mean i have three of them i'm pretty sure that no one on the internet wants to see me shirtless and body armor but gonna need a bigger patch yeah unfortunately <laughs> but check them out over at, at mediocremedic.com and on instagram and then march Joe friday tactical god of patchness patch. and everything in between i'm wearing my Dangerous goods, As essential always. veteran today because I am one of those. So essential. Very essential. Yay. Humbly essential. Uh, Mark's got patches, stickers. Flags. Flags, challenge coins, sweatshirts. I've bought every single thing from him. I spent so much money on his website. And I've broed out more shit than probably the average Joe. Friday. But you know who's not average? Mark Joe Friday over at dumpbox.us. Check him out. He's also on Instagram and Facebook. And welcome to our grand return to the Steak for Breakfast podcast. And thanks for joining us today in the great catch-up episode. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. It was a crazy week. <clears throat> Why is it crazy? 
Well, last week we just had so much stuff going on that we didn't plan on taking a break. We're making excuses. Yeah, it was an excuse. Um, but it was a crazy week. I think it helped a little bit, but I'd rather had not taken a break if I could help it. Yeah. Because I missed it. I think one of the positives I pulled away from from taking a week back, now that we're circling back. Circle back. Circle back. The amount of feedback we got just on the level of not even where's the podcast. Not doing shows. It's I usually get my news from you guys. Oh, shit. Which could be a good or bad thing because remember. You're in trouble. If right. you're, <laughs> this is the only news source. Well, that that's getting. not true because how, however biased we may be. Still more balanced than the actual media. Exactly. There's one thing we're doing at the end of the day, and that's telling the fucking truth. That is correct. Exactly. So here we go. Let's kick it off and catch everybody up what's been going on for the last week. Reading now from the National File. Um, as everybody probably already knows, Donald Trump defended his first impeachment championship of the United States to become the only two-time now defending impeachment champion of the United States. Is, is, is there a trophy? Well, there is on the show. You know, he's friends with a lot. Like, he's friends with Bob Kraft. He's friends with Tom Brady. Those guys get rings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have trophies. Yeah. As a joke, I'd probably hook him up with one. Either or. You know. Two. Or both. Yeah, yeah we get two. They're both made of money. But Solid gold. I'm reading now from the National File. Donald Trump has just been acquitted. And again, this is over a week ago from his second Senate impeachment trial, making it the first time in history that a president has been impeached and acquitted twice. Back-to-back champs. Savage. And the first time in history that a president was tried by the Senate after leaving the presidency and becoming a private citizen. Um, taken away from that, Senator Leahy, who provided over the trial as a presided as both a, uh, well, I guess. Did you say resided? Something cited. (laughs) Which was weird. You know, piece of shit, Chief Justice John Roberts wanted nothing to do with it, knowing at that point where it was going to go. Tell us how you really feel. Right? Um, So Leahy presided over the trial as a judge, witness, and juror. Huh. Totally fair. Yeah. Right. And if it's not. You're racist. You're racist. Yeah. You're racist. How so, dare you? <clears throat> brought to you by Coca-Cola. Following the verdict, Trump made a brief statement in regards to the ever ongoing witch hunt, um, which in turn ignited the worst turtle, Mitch McConnell, Ugh. to take to the Senate floor. So turtly. And directly after voting to not impeach Trump, railed on him as being guilty of instigating... The January 6th insurrection on the Capitol and still being liable for those crimes which he was acquitted on at the second highest level. It's a lot of the Senate and all the land. A lot of misdemeanors for an insurrection. Well, here's the deal. Okay. There's been more violence on Black Friday at Best Buy for the past 10 years. True story. (laughs) Habitually than there was on this quote unquote insurrection. Well, no, but like legitimately, like. Everybody that's being charged is literally getting misdemeanors. And before we get into the audio, let's talk about a couple of things that's surrounding that. John Sullivan, who is a Antifa member, and I don't have the name of his side group, which is like Antifa on steroids, uh, faction that he's a part of. There's another one? Well, they have like side branches because they don't have like... Cells. Okay, so Black Lives Matter has a legitimate... LLC, they have a board of directors, they have executives, donors, this, that, and the other thing. That's the truth. I bet they're well paid. 
Sure are. Correct. And, and they're actually insurrectionists because one of the highest executives of Black Lives Matter, that I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now, was pardoned by Bill Clinton on his last day in office. Whoa. Right? For literally oh. bombing the Capitol yep. in, in an attempt to try and kill Republican congressmen. So, hmm. right, that being said, apparently that was a little bit more than a misdemeanor, but she got off pretty easy for the, the crimes that she committed. So John Sullivan, who was one of the chief instigators, if not the biggest inflammatory device of the January 6th incident, mm -hmm. was found last week to have been paid a total of $70,000, 35 by NBC and 35000 by CNN. For the videos. For direct rights to the videos, which he produced, put his watermark on, and uploaded to the internet shortly thereafter. 35000 a piece for a video? Yeah, so 70000 total. He's been released. Charges are pending, but I'm pretty sure that they were going to do anything. Up the road. Right. When you do like some weird government like deal like that, do you have to pay taxes on that money? Who the fuck knows? Do you, do, do you think those people really pay taxes? It's just a weird, like, how do you claim that on your tax returns? I got 70000 for being a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, that's writable. Yeah, don't worry about it. So the impeachment was nothing more than a complete sham and a continuation of the overall witch hunt that has been Donald Trump's political career. Sham 2.0. Do um, you think that they're going to try a third time with something that comes up with, I mean, well, you know I could say. see them not giving up on this. Third time's a charm. Well, here's the thing. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. They're only going to be in control for so long. The House is razor thin and the Senate's even thinner. If those tides turn and they don't stop this shit over the next 18 months, which would not help them going into primary season for 2022, right? You're now talking about power flipping Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, taxes, inciting riots, inflammatory things. They said all of those things. If they can't get something drafted in the meantime, because out of all the things that have gone on, I think Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, and Chuck Schumer, who are still actively in government right now, have said the most inflammatory things in regards to the social justice riots that were going on over the summer and them literally directing people to burn it down. Yeah, encouraging them. Right. Yeah. So. Um, Basically it, doing the thing that they're accusing Trump of doing right now. Truth. There were seven Senate Republicans who sided with the Dems to vote for impeachment. A bunch of the usual cucks, Mitt Romney and jerk offs of that nature. Uh, two of them aren't running for re-election. I wonder why. Thank God. Right. So they'll be gone. But the other, other five of them were censored by their local constituents. Oh, they're hosed too. One of them was censured in a letter by 11 members of his family. What? What? Yeah, yeah it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty funny that, uh, you know, I ran across that article the other day and I was just yeah, I thought it was kind of a drive-by headline, and then I stopped and, and read it, and I was like, this is actually fucking delicious. So, yeah, it's just, you know, the ones that sided with the Dems to jump on the bandwagon in regards to the impeachment, um, you know, did it for pretty much public display. And it was in poor form, and it did not re represent their constituents, so they will either be primaried or are retiring. So you can expect at least seven new senators in regards to that nature um right it was all for show and uh i have a brief clip right now it's kind of a little montage 
which Montage. starts with Leahy, jumps over to Turtle, and then ends with, which we haven't talked about. I don't know if you guys saw, there was a press conference where the Democratic House impeachment managers were giving comments following, and Nancy Pelosi drunkenly interrupted, <laughs> literally busted into the room and was like, as she's walking across before she gets to the mic, you could hear like in the distance saying like, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do this, but uh, I need to get up to the mic right now and now I'm going to, I'm going to talk. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, it's going to be, and she just went on it. She must've just been pounded them. It looked like, it looked like a Karen on her way to speak to the manager. Right. <laughs> good. And good by the manager, knowledge. she meant the American people. Yeah. Was that so, when she was like condemning people for not? Like putting their vote out or whatever. Yeah. So, and she called us all complicit. Yeah. But uh, you can go I mean, fuck yourself. Here we go with a little taste of what the tail end of the non-impeachment yeah. sounded like. These are fifty-seven. The nays are forty-three. Uh, Two-thirds of the senators present not having voted guilty. The Senate judges that the respondent, Donald John Trump, former president of the United States, is not guilty as charged in the article of impeachment. There's no question, none, that President Trump is practically and morally responsible for provoking the events of the day. No question about it. The people who stormed this building believed they were acting on the wishes and instructions of their president. But in this case, the question is moot because former President Trump, Trump is constitutionally not eligible for conviction. I believe the best constitutional reading shows that Article 2, Section 4 exhausts the set of persons who can legitimately be impeached tried or convicted. It's the president, it's the vice president, and civil officers. When this distinguished group of house managers were gathered on January 15th to deliver the articles of impeachment, could not, we're told it could not be received because Mitch McConnell had shut down the Senate and was going to keep it shut down until right until the inauguration. So for him to get up there and make this indictment against the president and then say, but I can't, I can't uh, vote for it because it's after the fact. The fact that he established, the fact that he established that it could not be delivered before the inauguration. What we saw in that Senate today was a cowardly group of Republicans who apparently have no options because they were afraid to defend their job, respect the institution in which they serve. Imagine that it would be vandalized in so many bad ways that I won't even go into here, and that they would not respect their institute. That the president of the Senate, Mike Pence, Hang Mike Pence was the chant, and they just dismissed that. Why? Because maybe they can't get another job. We censure people for using stationery for the wrong purpose. We don't censure people for inciting insurrection that kills people in the Capitol. Mr. 
So there you have that. I mean, it's kind of like a all tell in regards to, you know, what went on following the non-impeachment and uh, really gave some uh, insight onto just how fucked up these people are. Um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where you just have to stand back and, and listen to what they're saying and understand the misdirection or the psyop, if you will, due to the fact that they literally did the same shit for the last five years. They pushed Russia. They pushed Ukraine. They pushed taxes. Taxes are back. We're going taxes 2.0. They pushed anything and everything. Racism, which is also back. Are we in racism 2.0 or 3.0? I don't know. There's so many racisms to choose from. A lot. Racism squared. Yeah. I mean, it's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. The stuff that we as citizens have to go through and now citizen Trump has to go through in regards to the continual witch hunt. He did issue a statement. Uh, some people would call it scathing. Hmm. In reply to Senator Mitch McConnell's words on the Senate floor and, uh, you know, th they were once considered allies who, who worked decently together there's a lot to do with Donald Trump getting Mitch McConnell reelected. Uh, he was down by a considerable margin and then wound up eking out, I think, like a two percentage point win. Um, but in his statement, you know, Donald Trump said Chuck Schumer plays Mitch McConnell like a fiddle. He blamed McConnell for the GOP Senate losses in Georgia for not offering enough big stimulus checks. And, uh, and now I'm quoting from the official Trump statement. In Mitch's Senate over the last two election cycles, I single-handedly saved at least 12 Senate seats, more than eight in the 2020 cycle alone. And then came the Georgia disaster, where we should have both won the U.S. Senate seats, but McConnell matched the Democrat offer of $2,000 stimulus checks with a measly 600 bucks. Trump went on to insist that Republicans lost Georgia because they hadn't maintained election integrity as well. Quoting, Many Republicans in Georgia voted Democrat or just didn't vote because of their anguish at the inept governor, Brian Kemp, piece of shit, bigger piece of shit, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, and the Republican Party there overall for not doing its job on election integrity during the 2020 presidential race. And I'll remind everybody, that is directly related to Stacey Abrams suing the state of Georgia and getting the voter signature verification turned down to almost 0% because signature verification on mail-in ballots are racist. I can, I'll circle back. If <laughs> Seems legit. Yeah, we will be circling back if they don't get that shit fixed. I just think that it's so ridiculous. I mean, you kind of just hit on this. It's, I think if you look at the history of this country, there's legit racism. And to, to point Random things that you don't agree with as racist is demeaning to people that have dealt with real racism. Who actually suffered from exactly. legitimate racism. And it's playing on and it's shame on people for standing by and allowing that to happen. People on the other side of the fence that claim they've dealt with racism. It's like, okay, if you have, if you legitimately had racism in your life 
and you side with people that say stupid shit like that, that's on you. Well, it's your it's your argument wild card. Anything you disagree with, Correct. you can instantaneously just turn it around. It's like and call the draw four draw yeah. four card from Uno. There Anytime are, you're in trouble, you just throw that down. There are a couple more spicy jabs that I wouldn't mind Let it jumping in there because now just cl- the listener, please close your eyes and imagine Donald Trump, white polo, tan pants, red hat, iron in his hand, AR-15, one hand on the golf cart. Given these comments, hear it in his voice. I've pushed America first agendas. Everybody knows that I'm a winner, not like McConnell, who's a loser, beltway first agenda, or <laughs> Biden's America last. How do you not like this guy? Right? He went on to say that he received the most votes of any president, any sitting president in United States history at almost 75 million. Uh, he also talked again about the complete disaster in. Georgia, and then said his only regret is that Mitch McConnell begged for my strong support and endorsement before the great people of Kentucky in the 2020 election, and I gave it to him. He went from one point at being almost 20 points down to 20 points up after my endorsement. Um, He also said McConnell has no credibility on China because of his family's substantial Chinese business holdings. We've talked about that. His wife, who for some godforsaken reason was the trade secretary, her family owns or is in control of one of the largest banks that the CCP has the, I don't know how these people pass background checks, but then getting into real true Donald Trump fashion, he said, Mitch is a dour, sullen and unsmiling political hack. (laughs) (laughs) And if Republican senators are going to stay with him, then they will not win again. He will never do what he needs to be done or what is right for this country. Where is necessary or appropriate. I will back primary rivals who espouse making America great again. And our policy of America first, we want brilliant, strong, thoughtful, compassionate leadership. He talked about his achievements before the pandemic, cutting taxes, eliminating regulations, rebuilding the military, taking care of the vets, became energy independent, built the wall, stopped the massive inflow of illegals into our country and so much more. He said, now that the illegals are back pouring in, the pipelines are stopped, taxes will be going up and so will gas prices and will no longer be energy independent. Trump concluded by saying, this is a big moment for our country and we cannot let it pass using a third-rate, quote, leaders to dictate our future yeah. before he got back into the golf cart and drove away. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? So. We're fucked. We're not, because Papa's back. Yeah, but. Where <clears throat> has he even the, left? The general scope of, of just everything is just so dark right now. I mean. Are, I don't, you, I, are you fucking blackpilling? No, no, no. It's a dark no, no, fucking no. period. Right? No, I'm just saying that it's just hard to have hope. I mean, I don't think that Trump's political career is over at all. But I just think that people, I think it's just beginning. I think weird people, to say because he's almost 75, but I think it's just beginning. Well, if you have a time machine, anything's possible. But I'm just Ooh, I'm reading I'm, it. I'm reading that book again right now. What book? The the Baron Trump book from the 1800s. You guys you guys haven't gone down that rabbit hole? No. No, I'd like to, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll group chat it, and then we'll we'll circle back. We'll circle. For another show. I can, I'll circle back. There you go. Um, but I just think that people are so freaking stupid. Well, yeah. That I just, I lose, I wouldn't lose hope in Trump and, and the people that are still part of this movement. I lose hope in people of America. Well, that's the thing. It's not. That's the it's hard not, part. It's not even just. You know, former President Trump as, you know, 
it's people are just losing their fucking minds just trying to undermine everything that America is. That's that's what I'm saying is that I don't know if we're so far gone. I wouldn't say that, but it's just like you had all these people that voted for Biden, pushed him, and were willing to die on their sword for him. He fucked up the whole country in a month. And people have literally, like, you don't see anybody on Facebook going, man, Biden did some excellent shit today. Yeah. But we're still stuck in this wormhole with him in charge and Kamal Harris. <clears throat> you know, it's like that mo that scene from Men in Black when the little alien is, like, in the brain of the body and it's like a robot. Of the mm -hmm. big, of the big sl yeah, Slovak. That's what we're, that's where we're at. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. So people, so you have this, these <clears throat> two sides. The, the, the galaxy is on. Yeah. <laughs> Orion's belt. More sugar. You have two camps right now. You have the people that were like, I told you voting sugar for water. Sugar water. You have two people you have two camps. You have people that were going, I told you voting for this fucking idiot was a bad idea. And then you have the people that voted for him and they're not doing anything. No, no, they're complaining about Ted Cruz going to Cancun. Yeah. Which would dude, if I was wealthy and my house was frozen, I'd be like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. We're gonna circle back to Texas, don't and worry. And I'm oh, getting I'm going to Mexico, baby. Because or I'd go to Hawaii, I'd go to anywhere else. Nick's already at a low point. I see Noah going down. I've had too many beers. I'm gonna try and hold the line. But don't worry, by the time we get to Texas, there's only one thing that can cheer us all up. It's not Sydney Powell. Damn it, motherfucker. It's Alex Jones. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> So we, we'll circle back to that, but I want to I want to just reassure you, and kind of paint a picture of where we're at. There's hope. We've talked to a whole bunch of guests that have been on the show, the We the People guys. We've talked to Maria, Jasmine, and Austin. Law of One. And Faye, we, Faye Patriot. Exactly. Kayla Michelle, and we've all come to an agreement that there are a lot of people who did too much plan trusting and not enough plan trusting semicolon voting in the last election. Even yeah. though Donald Trump received almost 75 million votes, the most for any incumbent Republican or any incumbent ever, now is a pivotal point in our history to where shows like this, We the People, Maria, who's talked about political partiness and things of that nature, to organize these people and inform them. There's only going to be one kind of political candidate moving forward now that Donald Trump has had four years in the Oval Office, and it's America first. That is the heartbeat, the pulse of the nation right now. Mm -hmm. That's what we're missing, and we're seeing a lot of buyer's remorse. A lot. So I just wanted to, and the people have said it. You had people like Louisiana, Ben Cassidy, Donald Trump helped get him elected. He voted to impeach him. He was immediately censored. Right? Mitt Romney, of course, piece of shit. Ben Sass, of course, piece of shit. I, I did find that other article, and, and I want to read a quote from it about the uh, representative Adam Kinzinger receives letter from 11 family members disowning him <laughs> for voting for impeachment. I love it. Quoting on the joint letter from his family members, oh my. What a disappointment you are to us and to God. We were once so proud of you and your accomplishments. Instead, you go against your Christian principles and join the devil's army, in parentheses, Democrats and the fake news media. The letter reads reportedly by the New York Times. How, how close are family members are these? Cousins? 
daughters. It's 11. In-laws. There's a lot. Right? Let's see. I don't even think I have that many He's cousins. from Illinois. If it was from Louisiana, we could be talking cousins. Alabama, maybe sisters. Illinois sisters, is kind of, you're talking maybe. Cousins. Yeah. Wives. Mom and dad's in there. Oh, yeah. Mom, so, mom and it was a, it was a handwritten letter. And it was delivered to him on the Capitol. And then a copy was faxed to the New York Times. That's amazing. So, yeah, it is. And, and, and the thing is, what they're trying to shove down our throat mm-hmm. is not what the American people want. It's not what the American people need. Thank you both for not doing the oh yeah when I said shove it down their throats. Oh yeah. God. What Get it out of your fucking system. Did that to yourself. We're better than that. I didn't think about it until you said until you said it. So another thing we've talked about in the last we're gonna touch on impeachment. Operation Mockingbird. Mm. We've all seen the YouTube videos. Oh shit. And uh we've all seen, you know, instances where the media will begin to push a narrative, and when that narrative begins to get pushed, you'll hear it over and over and over again for days, for weeks, the same things out of their mouth, the exact same lines, the ticker on the bottom, orange man bad, get it out there. Children in cages. They were getting ready. How dare you. And we didn't even talk about the things that happened during impeachment, which there were a lot of, and we're gonna find out in a clip. I did not know, I should have known, we all should have known, that not only would Donald Trump fire his impeachment lawyers, but he would hire the most based one on the fucking planet. Factual. Yes. Vanderveen got on CBS News. Oh, that was amazing. Directly following the Democratic House impeachment manager's rebuttal to the impeachment and absolutely fucking lit up the CBS News anchor. When she tried to push a fake news which was probably going to be the start of the Operation Mockingbird that Donald Trump's legal team were able to get him off of impeachment on a technicality when, in fact, they got him off because of facts. Not being guilty. Not being guilty and having evidence presented by the Democrat House impeachment managers that would have been thrown out in any real court instantly. Mm -hmm. The clip is a little long. You may or may not heard it. But I suggest you listen to how base of a motherfucker this guy is. Savage. Let it rip. Here we go. Joining me now is former President Trump's attorney, Michael Vanderveen. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Let's get right into those words that we heard from Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. He ended the trial with his passionate speech about President Trump's involvement in the insurrection. During it, he said that the former president is still liable for everything he did during his period in office. Are you expecting to face more charges against Mr. Trump in the near future? And do you anticipate being part of that defense? No, that's just political rhetoric. And I was hopeful that something would come out of this, that the political rhetoric would stop out of Washington, D.C., but I guess apparently it hasn't. Were you, though, surprised to hear those words coming from the leader of the Republican Party in the Senate? I'm not surprised to hear a politician say anything at all. No. Well, throughout... Throughout the trial, you denied that Mr. Trump had a role in inciting the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. You argued, first of all, that there was no insurrection. But during your closing arguments, you seemingly admitted that there was, in fact, an insurrection, using that word, saying that 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 was not up for debate. 
What role no, you, did the you, former you president you play? You didn't, you didn't understand the case. I used the word. I'll give you the opportunity to clarify, my, sir. Sure. I uh, used the word insurrection in my closing argument when quoting the charging documents. Um, what happened at the Capitol on January 6th is absolutely horrific. But what happened at the Capitol during this trial was uh, not too far away from that. The prosecutors in this case doctored evidence. They did not investigate this case. And when they had to come uh, to the court of the Senate to put their case on, because they hadn't done any investigation, they doctored evidence. It was absolutely shocking, I think, uh, when, uh, when we discovered it and we were able to expose it and put it out. Uh, I think it turned a lot of senators. The American people should not be putting up with this. They need to look at who, uh, who these House managers were uh, and look to see whether these are the folks they want representing them. It was, it was shocking to me. Wouldn't have believed it. Uh Let's follow up with uh, with a point that you're making right now about the House managers, as you say, doctoring evidence and uh, and the argument. They didn't, de uh, they didn't to be deny clear for it. Viewers, they didn't deny it. Uh, I put it in for, front of them to be three clear times. For our viewers, what, what you're what you're talking about now is is a check mark. Uh, that's a verification on Twitter that that did not exist on that particular tweet. Uh, a 2020 that should have actually read 2021, um, and the selective editing you say of, of the tapes is that how is wait, that wait, the wait, doctored wait, wait, evidence wait, 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 of what you're speaking? Wait. That's not enough for you. That's not enough for you. I am not a listen, juror in this trial. What I'm trying to be all, clear for our viewers is what you actually, is what you're we, referring we found, to, because no, not no, everybody no, has found, been following. It's not okay no, not everybody, to doctor sir, a little bit of evidence. Respectfully. respectfully I have not, not said it is. Question, I have not said it is okay. Ma'am, your question is I want turned. to be clear for our viewers. Listen, what I want to be clear for our viewers about what exactly you're saying when you say doctored evidence. The media has to start telling the right story in this country. The media is trying to divide this country. You are bloodthirsty for ratings. And as such, you're asking questions now that are already uh, uh, set up with a fact pattern. I can't believe you would ask me a question indicating that it's all right just to doctor a little bit of evidence. There's more stuff that we uncovered that they doctored, to be frank with you. And perhaps that will come out one day. But we won this case, and I'm not a sore loser, but what happened, or a sore winner, I should say, but what should happen is somebody should look at the conduct of these House managers. It, it, it's unconscionable, aside from all of the due process violations that my client had. And the media should be looking that at a square, straight way. A straight way. When I watch the news, I watch one station and it's raining. I watch another station at the same time, and it's sunny. Your coverage is so slanted, it's got to stop. You guys have to stop and start reporting more like PBS does rather than uh, 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 a TV news show that doesn't have any journalistic integrity at all. What I'm telling you is that they doctored evidence. And I believe your question says... Well, it's only a Twitter check and, a, and changing a year of a date here. They switched the date of a Twitter a year to try to connect it to this case. That's not a small thing, ma'am.
The other thing they did is they put Sorry. a check mark on something to, to make it look like it was a validated account when it wasn't. And when they were caught, they didn't say anything about it. They didn't even try to come up with an excuse about it. And that's not the way our prosecutors or our government officials should be conducting themselves. And the media shouldn't be letting them get away with it either. I'm tired of the biased media on both sides, left and right. What this country wants, what this country needs, is this country to come together, to take the left and the right and find a middle ground and start responsibly being our public officials, our elected officials. And, the new, and the re, one of the reasons why they do it is because of the media, because the media wants to tell their narrative rather than just telling it like it is. And frankly, I'm tired of it. I'm not a media, I'm not in front of your cameras all the time, uh, but what right. I've been subjected Sir, I, to I, I, this I last week. I understand yeah. that, and I've given you, don't you the opportunity. You want to hear the truth, yeah. Okay. I've given you the opportunity. I, I will remind you that what I said was that for our viewers who have not been following all of the hours of of this trial, mm -hmm. to be clear about what you what you are speaking about, and I understand. I'm speaking that you about seem the House manager's upset. failure to prove their case. That's that, that's what I'm telling and you. They you weren't able to prove their the case. Acquittal. You have won the acquittal of your client. Yes, and if you'd I like did. to continue to talk about this conversation, we can have that discussion. I don't need but, to. Uh, but for me to ask a question, a, a slanted a slanted question, a slanted question that was set up question. to say it's okay for them to cheat. That was your question. Isn't it okay for that. them to cheat? I didn't it's say just that. a little bit. You no. said to be fair, it was it's only fine. a check on the Twitter. That's what you said. You gotta live by your words. I, I, That's the problem. The media has to start living by the truth and not try to right. create a narrative. Michael Vanderveen. Yeah. Thank you for Citizen. joining us. I, I do appreciate. Yeah. Okay. I, I see you taking off your microphone now. He is my new favorite. That was person. President Trump's defense attorney, Michael Vanderveen. And she's still trying to talk over him, like just trying to fucking shut him down. That wasn't him taking off his microphone. After he was announced as Michael Vanderveen, semicolon citizen. citizen, he took off the microphone <laughs> and fucking spiked it like a football and walked away. Did he really? Yeah, they did. And then they cut off the fucking video and went back to this idiot who was trying to push the narrative. God bless him, because here's the thing. If he didn't do what he did and he would have just went and been like, oh, yeah, you know, we, yeah. we fought really hard. We fought a good fight. This, that, and the other thing. That, you know, there's, like a post-game right, interview. We, mm -hmm. we felt going in, you know. Played real good defense. And, exactly. Uh, we did no, our best. He, he crushed that narrative. And how fast did impeachment go away? Impeachment oh. disappeared wow. and Trump's taxes came back, which segues to the next segment. We had some stuff going to the Supreme Court this week. I believe there was five cases overall. We had one from Crazy Ass Linwood, <laughs> Trump versus Biden. Wild. Uh, Baynard versus Pennsylvania. We had one from Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Here's the deal. It's been a while since we did that. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Six to three for all the cases dismissed. Yep. Stop this deal. Probably dead on the vine. Hmm. Supreme Court, completely shitty. 
Shitty. Like really shitty. The shittiest. For as hard as Donald Trump fought for Brett Kavanaugh during his confirmation hearing and for him to vote, not even to hear any standing on these cases is a fucking travesty. In addition, mm-hmm. for all the shit that Amy Comey Barrett went through, equally as disheartening and almost double disgusting. Yeah. It's just an absolute fucking embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to think that the highest court in the land wouldn't even hear anything in regards to stop the steal it's just an absolute embarrassment disgrace. to the republic. It's a disgrace. Mm-hmm. However, Some bullshit. the biggest member of the base department mm. at SCOTUS, <laughs> Clarence Thomas. Oh, yeah. Good old Clarence. My favorite Stop the Steal meme, and there was a lot of them. There was a lot of wrestling ones. <laughs> when yeah. it was Texas getting everybody on board, you know, they had some like Steiner Brother memes where they were going after everybody. And then there, there was just, it was a memer's paradise during Stop the Steal. <laughs> Donald Trump throwing the MAGA hat, and the MAGA hat had contingent election on it coming at you. I still think my favorite one is Clarence Thomas with the Bane mask. Yeah. <laughs> and the narrative. Tell me, Joseph, where did the votes come from? That was, that was super good. Thank you. Good job. Clarence Thomas, following this, the dismissal of the five Stop the Steal cases during the Supreme Court conference last week, wrote a forceful dissent from the Supreme Court's decision to refuse a hearing of the Republican challenges of Pennsylvania state court decision allowing ballots that were received up to three days after the election to be counted in the November election uh-huh. totals. And now I'm quoting from Scotus Thomas. One wonders what the court waits for. We failed to settle this dispute before the election and thus provide clear rules. Now we again fail to provide clear rules for future elections. The decision to leave the election law hidden beneath a shroud of doubt is baffling. By doing nothing, we invite further confusion and erosion of voter confidence. Our fellow citizens deserve better and I expect more of us. And by us, he's talking about the Supreme Court. I respectfully dissent these decisions Thomas wrote on Monday. That decision to rewrite the rules seems to have affected too few ballots to change the outcome of any federal election. But that may not be the case in the future, Thomas wrote. These cases provide us with an ideal opportunity to address what authority non-legislative officials have to set election rules and to do well before the next election cycle. The refusal to do so is inexplicable. Thomas was joined by Justices Samuel Alito and Neil Gorsuch, in issuing that dissent. So in a Supreme Court that you would think would be on a good day, 5-4, on a great day, 6-3, turned out to be 6-3 in favor of not stop the steal? Yeah, bizarre. Right. Hmm. Well, it's not, oh yeah. Oh oh fucking no. And the whole point of that is, so being able to address the allegations i'm going to say allegations of fraud on standing are dismissed not heard go ahead and then okay so now we can't do it right now then it moves on to 
not being heard now that the election's over because now it's moot because it's over. Well, it's like, when is it supposed to be heard? Like, when can you fix an issue if you're not going to address it? It's a good... Ever. Never. That's the point. Never, ever. Attorney Sidney Powell posted notes in reaction to the court's decision on Monday morning. She posted notes on her Telegram in a response to the news saying, and I'm quoting, irrefutable proof is coming soon, Powell told her supporters, and that she will not let the fraud stand. She also wrote, thank you all. There are still important live cases. Irrefutable proof is coming soon. Keep educating everyone about the facts. Today's Supreme Court orders were disappointing. However, we are not done, and we will not let this fraud stand. Hashtag we the people are supposed to run this country, and our new super PAC will be up tomorrow. Here's the thing. I'm going to weigh in on this real quick. Dominion Software uh, issued lawsuits this week. Each one was at the monetary amount of $1.3 billion. They were served to our pillow guy, Mike Lindell, Linwood, Rudy Giuliani, and Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. I got my my pillow. It's very comfortable. It Dude, is okay. Extremely comfortable. Side note: We haven't met in two weeks. Okay. I had a weighted blanket, and I don't know what pillow I ordered. Game changer. Yeah, we got the weighted blanket. I'm not even tired, and I put that weighted blanket on me, and it's like, I'm dead. I'm out. Huh. It's the best thing. It, it's a little pricey, but if you use some of the codes that they come out with every day, it's freaking worth it. Did you use the Q code? Mm. Uh, I use whatever code you use on the website. 17. 17 on the podcast. When I ordered it, it was later that night. Not going to lie, I was blasted because I kept drinking after you guys left. Were you body bagging people on Facebook? I was actually that night. There you go. <laughs> and the reason I bought my pillow because I was like, I want a weighted blanket. I've been wanting one. And his ads kept coming up, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna support this guy. He's part of the movement. Did you get one? I, dude, it's in the room. Oh my gosh! What'd you get? The weighted blanket and the pillow. What weight? Twenty five pounds. Yeah, twenty. It's a pain in the ass to fucking move it. When you're making the bed in the morning, it's not fun. <clears throat> no, I just throw. I put it under the bed. I don't give a fuck. But it is delicious. But dude, you put that thing on. The first night, my wife's like, "What is this? It's a waste of money." And then I came home from work because we work nights. My, my she wife was still unconscious. She was bundled like a damn caterpillar in a cocoon. And I was, I, this, I'm not proud of this. I came home six ten in the morning and I ripped it off of her. And I was like, this is mine. Let me ask you a question. You use the broke boy sheets that you bought from Bed Bath & Beyond. I got this. Now, this might only be me. <clears throat> Does it feel like you're actually getting snuggled by Mike Lindell? Correct. <laughs> 100%. That might be part of the draw. <laughs> When I put the weighted the blanket mustache, on, the mustache tickles my neck. If, if, if anything, I feel like I'm actually a part of Stop the Steal and Saving the Republic when I have the blanket on me. You know how stupid that sounds, but I 100% agree with you because when I bought, my wife bought another one from Amazon this past week because she was such a fan of it. Another my pillow. And I'm like, no, she bought some generic version. I was like, you're a terrorist. Wow. I bought it from the next president of the United States. Maybe. What? I don't know if he's that smart, but. I bought it from a Patriot, and I bundled up with that thing, dude, every day. I'm not even tired, and if I lay down on my bed and I use that, out cold. Yeah. So in regards to (laughs) other things that occurred this week, um, I'm sure you guys all saw that a huge, huge, irregular, irregular, 
polar vortex. Polar vortex. Slammed the entire country all the way from Texas up to Maine. And although some of those states may be more prepared to handle things of that nature, Texas one, is one place that wasn't was not. Anyone on the show that's listening right now, Google Ted Cruz impeachment mullet. Does he have a mullet? He fucking rocked. Look it up. Wait, who did? Ted Cruz, the ultimate rock star mullet, in addition to his serial killer beard. I just want to point out, I had a mullet for a couple months, yeah. and you guys, you, you shitted on it. But you're not a United States senator. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> right. Probably not ever. Let's be honest. I want to run for public office when we're when I'm done with our... I love my mullet. You know how many people pulled me aside in public and were like... You look good with a mullet? Clips, yeah. clips of this show will probably be... It was all dudes. ...when I'm running for public office, yeah. but it is what it is. I did get... Um, I went to Tractor Supply, like a redneck, to get some to get the dog cage you guys see outside. Yeah. Some guy did pull me aside and was like, that's fucking awesome. What, your mustache? No, my mullet. When I had a mullet. Oh. Like you can't get behind this. the mullet. Fuck you guys. Whatever. So, so over, during that polar vortex, there was an issue. I don't really see it as a real red flag. Probably not good form, but here's what happened. Shortly after the storm hitting Texas, there was about 4 million without power. 7 million that had compromised water due to stagnant pipes or bursting yeah, pipes. Yeah, I saw the videos of that. It was like coming out green. And anywhere between 70 and 100 people have died directly re related to the polar vortex. Okay. Fuck. Ted Cruz's wife and daughter organized a getaway to Cancun, Mexico. Ted Cruz joined his family and some of the neighbors in the high end neighborhood where they live. And even though, like I said, it might have not been the best form. What the fuck do you expect Ted Cruz to do? Instantly, this became a 24-7 news cycle item. Like, the 4 million people without power, the 7 million people without water or compromised water, and the nearly 100 dead were due to the fact that Ted Cruz decided to go on vacation with his family to Cancun. Well, what what is, what is Ted Cruz actually going to do? The only thing optics are the the main thing the only thing he could have done is like go out and donate food and blankets or some shit like but look dude here's they the put him in the same category as like the governors who lock their state down which ted cruz has no power or anything to do ted cruz cannot get up on a fucking power pole and work on a transformer it, they weren't even in session there was nothing he, was he can't get doing. into a crawl space and fix your plumbing he could have stayed in D.C. and literally just said, like, the people of Texas need help. Please help them. But the news decided to run right on the tail end of the failed impeachment attempt on Donald Trump and demonized Ted Cruz. Meanwhile, Bill Clinton made, what, 29 trips to Epstein Isle? There you Epstein go. Isle Island? And Ted Cruz made one trip to Cancun. Which and he people are shatting their pants. Directly back. And here's the thing, and I'm going to try to encompass this into our last two topics, Stop the Steal and Ted Cruz. Mm -hmm. 
Ted Cruz was on Steven Crowder last week. We're going to do like the 17 points of Steven Crowder. Steven Crowder did a piece, and we've talked about it, where they've gone and verified addresses that were fake voters or non-existent addresses in the 2020 presidential election. Last week, they aired that show. He had people in both Nevada and Michigan read off voter rolls and have addresses that were either empty lots, alleys, condemned buildings, or voted on by people who were legitimately in prison. Okay? Steven Crowder went out and did the work that Rudy Giuliani, Jenna Ellis, Lynn Wood, and Sidney Powell Sydney fucked Powell. up on. Because here's the thing. When Stop the Steal first started, and Steven Crowder kind of laid it out, go look at the election, the most recent election fraud audio of Steven Crowder if you want a literal reference to this. The administration and their lawyers threw out numbers in the beginning of Stop the Steal that weren't correct. So yeah. they said anywhere from like 60,000 to 500,000 people voted illegally. If you're a legitimate lawyer and you're representing literally the Republic, you want to fucking have numbers that are a little bit more accurate than that. Yeah. Don't just throw out numbers on a fucking dartboard and think for shock value only, it makes it more or less legitimate. A lot of these cases were thrown out because eventually the judges knew that their claims may have been substantiated. However, their numbers may have been exaggerated. To which Steven Crowder proved a point. Now, where does this all encompass Texas? He had Ted Cruz on uh, about a week ago. And at the end of the podcast, um, Steven Crowder addressed the issue where AOC, semicolon, Democrat bartender from New York, trash, right? Accused Ted Cruz of literally death threats. To which Ted Cruz says he had nothing to do with. However... Ted Cruz said in Northern California in the late 60s, no comment. During the Zodiac murders. Fucking Zodiac murders. <laughs> I love the fact that Ted Cruz plays with that shit. And that's the thing. In regards to Texas and the polar vortex, Ted Cruz could have done nothing except what he did. Go, dude, if it's fucking a polar vortex. Fucking bounce. Get on a plane and get, get the, the fuck, the out, fuck of there. out of there. Right? I have a friend who's in Texas, and she lives on the third floor of a condo complex, whatever. She went to her mother-in-law's where her... Actually, I think it might have been her mother. She went, I think, an hour away where it wasn't as bad. She got a call from the landlord, like, yo, all your shit bursted. She, I mean, we have kids, you and me and Roan, like, iPads, iPods, phones, all that shit gets left on the floor. She left, okay. like, evacuated. Her landlord had to go into her apartment. She wasn't there for like a week. And he's like, hey, we found like iPads or computers, PlayStation, like everything's flooded. It was like a foot of water because the pipes burst. Yeah. It's a fucking like crazy time. If Turned anybody. Her house into a roller, uh, ice rink. 100%. And she's on the third floor. If anybody has the monetary means to get out and go to another country or state to go, I'm going to chill out until this blows over. 
You're going to fault people for that? What the? Are you it serious? It sucks for the millions of people who are stuck in it, but when you literally break it down to the fact that they railed on a senator for leaving for it. And it was just obvious. 100%. What the fuck do you want Everybody to that do? had the capability of doing that would have done the same thing. I would have done that. 100%. And a lot of them did. Four people from the Texas Energy Board who were on the board but lived out of state resigned because a lot of elements of the Green New Deal, which they have embraced over the last 10 years. Bullshit. Yeah. Failed during this last polar vortex. Here's the deal. The Green New Deal doesn't fucking work. If your state is hit with a polar vortex and your only reliable energy is fucking windmills, they're going to freeze, asshole. If you live in a state... Which they did. ...that never has a polar vortex and you have underground plumbing and well water, that shit's going to fucking freeze and those pipes are going to burst. There's nothing you could fucking do about it. Don't embrace the Green New Deal. So... Look at this. Now we're all down. Well, and it was Biden's Fuck Biden. executive orders and stuff that kept Texas from using their potential energy output, you know, the different ways that they could do it, the power plants. It, it and was stuff pretty like that. funny. They were, they were they were stuck on this nonsense green wind energy and stuff like that, and, which froze. And ten days before the Texas energy, energy grid failed. Joe Biden eased restrictions and allowed the CCP to have access to our power grid. Yeah. So this, this is a little point of the show right now. Hmm. And I'm thinking as an American, there's only one thing that could pick this up. Alex Jones. Exactly. Well, hold on. What about the uh, China's uh, weather control uh, technology that they're working on too? Power that's grid plus that's some hat. that's some Bill Gates dirt up into the atmosphere. Bill shit Gates right there. can catch his hands. If I saw him at the Microsoft store, he's getting punched in the throat. Well, China's weather program—they're saying that they'd be able to cover half the country in artificial rain and snow by 2025. Um, China can catch his hands too. Yeah, yeah. All those Chinese people. The only thing they're catching from this administration though is dick. Look here. Here's the deal. Biden's a piece of shit. If you voted for him. You're probably not obviously listening to this show. But if you are, I hope you're enjoying higher taxes, higher gas prices, open borders. <clears throat> and we talked about this before. We live in San Diego, which is literally the southernmost city in California uh -huh. into the shithole, which is Tijuana. Mexico. Helico, because it's okay. terrible down there. Never okay. call it that, but I kind of like it. Helico? Yeah. Yeah, it is now. Sounds okay. like something you'd say if you were Texaco, Mexico, Helico. Highest Look, death rate in the world? Two years in a row. Come on. Back-to-back champs. <clears throat> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you're one of those pieces of shit USD or SDSU, like local San Diego college kids who goes down to TJ to have fun. Eat tacos. You're entertaining one of the most violent cities in the world uh -huh. with the most infiltrated, like, police force uh -huh. in the world. Compromised. Compromised. That's a way better way to put it. Thank you. I just don't understand why these assholes are, and excuse my language, um, retards, would say that open borders are a good idea when you already live in an area where it's so infatuated with crime that is literally stemmed with across the border. Yep. A lot of the crime in San Diego County literally comes from the border. Mm -hmm. Talk about narcotics like at a huge level, kidnapping, human, human trafficking, smuggling. human smuggling. Money, guns, mm -hmm. oh, ammo, everything. you name it. We Com got it. Everything. Well, if you've been on the highway driving from... San Diego area to LA area, uh -huh. chances are you've 
probably been within 15 feet of millions and millions of dollars worth of narcotics. Yeah, 100%. Or a trunk full of People. illegal aliens, yeah. Yeah. I don't think they stay in the trunk all the way to LA though. Really? No. Mm, probably once they get to San Clemente past the I eight, they're like, yeah. "Hey, you can ride shotgun if you want." <laughs> I just I just get upset that that there's so many college. There's what? Okay, so in San Diego we have San Diego State University. USD. We have University of San Diego, uh-huh. UC San Diego. Uh-huh. So we have three major. major major. In addition to I think seven JUCOs, a ton. And you know what? These people are being brainwashed. It's indoctrination. And to the opposite effect of open borders is bad. And we as citizens of California, as United States, and specifically San Diego, you see the implications of open borders uh-huh. almost immediately within San Diego. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we live, no one that doesn't live in San Diego doesn't know this, but Highland Avenue, Mile of Cars is famous in San Diego. There was literally a Border Patrol bust two days ago there was like legitimate eight um m4 gunpoint like crazy there was like five people in a sedan we'll call it an interdiction interdiction that was literally on the busiest car um lot service street service street in In san San diego Diego county County. you're talking about like 12 or 13 car dealerships on one stretch of road yeah and border patrol had nabbed these people you know miles out from the border and that's just reality right now. But these people that go to all these college towns and they stick around, you know, you have people from like Nebraska, Nevada, or just a random group of people. And then they come to here for San Diego State or USD, all these liberal colleges, and then they stick around. They don't go back home. No. And what do they do? They work at Starbucks 60 hours a week and they want us three and all these other American patriots to pay for their college tuition because Oh, well, I work at Starbucks for a minimum wage and I can't pay my student tuition. Boo student loans. fucking who? Look, yeah. I don't give a fuck. Well, the, I have student debt of my own and yeah. I'm paying that every month Yeah, by myself. I don't expect anybody else to pick up that bill. If I expected you guys to pick up that bill, I would have gotten my like doctorate and master's and been like, fuck it. Really? Nobody else is paying I, for it. I wouldn't it. mind being a doctor. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes I play what at work. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, hey, back to the open borders thing briefly. Okay. So Come on. one of the reasons why Tijuana is such a dangerous and any of the border towns are such a dangerous place is because it's a choke point for the narcotics trade routes. Uh-huh. So hypothetically speaking, we got open borders. We're not checking anybody. Then let's let's say there's a dark cloud hanging over Tijuana. Okay. That dark cloud is going to expand and it's going to start crossing over the border and new choke points are going to be formed. And those choke points are going to be on the freeway freeways and they're going to be trafficking routes. And if you think that cartels that have more money than any organization are going to let their traffic routes be compromised. Exactly. We're going to see sadly so mistaken. much violence inside the United States. It's you haven't be, seen Sicario. There, yeah. there already is. Well, yeah, I there mean, already nobody is. doubt that. And let me tell you something. That black cloud that he was describing a few seconds ago, it's already over San Diego County. Well, yeah. And it's all the way to fucking LA. Yeah. So if even past LA, even yeah. to the Bay Area. And and to think that it would go up to the to the cross country, like oh, the stuff dude. in Colorado. Well, look, I went to school in Oregon, college in Oregon, and I went to a small like a like our my high school was bigger than the college I went to. And I played football and rugby up there, but 
what we saw was the pipeline of meth that went through Oregon into Washington up into Canada. Yeah. The town I was in was like 5,000 people. Meth was like the cash cow going through there. Yeah. But it was a handoff. It was from California, excuse me, into Oregon, into Washington, mm -hmm. up into Canada. So if you think that closed border or open borders is going to solve, like, I was talking to somebody on Facebook, which, again, is counterproductive. Did you body bag? Stand by for body bags. Body bag to the fullest. And I said, look, dude, why in the fuck do you think the Democrat politicians want people here? One, illegally, legally, whatever you want to paint it as, you want them here. And you're not going to enforce voter ID. Does that not make sense to you? Well, it's for a better life. These people live in like 40,000 square foot houses with a border around it and don't give a fuck about you. You think that they give a shit about these people from Honduras and Guatemala that are coming through TJ? Sure don't. They don't. And here's the problem. If we don't enforce voter ID, those are every person that's coming through. Is a vote. Well, that's why we're one hundred percent. Well, and and just go back to the context of like the last six, seven, eight, nine months in regards to the battle for social justice. A majority of those people and a lot of that demographic, in some way, shape, or form, is on government assistance. One hundred percent. Where do you think the government assistance goes when nine hundred and sixty percent increase in asylum seekers? and refugees are allowed into the country during year one. Do you think it's to those communities that really need it to survive? No. Those low income earners, those you know, poverty stricken demographic areas? It's absolutely not. It's to all the fucking illegals who are coming across unvetted, unhealth screened, and unchecked. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing, here's, here's the deal. Trump, and this is not, I'm not trying to break down immigration law because it's not what we do here, but just for viewers that do not live in a border state. When Trump was in office, people that came to claim asylum had to wait in Mexico. Yep. It was the best thing ever. Migrant protection protocol. Migrant, migrant protection protocol. Because what was happening is people were coming from Honduras, Chile, all these other countries. And they would pass like five or six different countries where they could claim asylum legally. Just to come here and say they were scared. Exactly. So Trump was like, okay, you want to claim asylum? You can wait in Mexico for two years. And when your asylum date comes in front of an immigration judge, then you can come across and we'll figure it out in front of an immigration judge. Which, just so those people who know, 90% get denied. You don't think that that word gets across to all these people that are going, hey, just so you know, 90% of people get denied. Well, that kept don't the, show the amount up of fraud at a minimum. Yeah. For sure. But you have these people that are saying, okay, 90% people get denied once they get to an immigration court date. That's crazy. So you think these people are not going to show up. If 90% of the people in history have gotten denied and they return back to the port of entry and they get deported to wherever they came from, that's a crazy amount. Yeah. So just out of perspective, Biden is saying, if you want asylum, you can wait in the U.S. These ICE facilities that... Obama made famous and Biden really just made re-famous by he just wallpapered them. Wall yeah, he changed the paint on the side. He's saying, Oh, we're gonna house people in the US. Those facilities have been full. So you have people that are at the border of the United States of America and they're going, Hey, I claim asylum. It's like, dude, we don't have room to house you. Do you know what happens? They get released with they uh, get ankle released monitors, which into get cut the off. US.
which get cut off within minutes. And you know what happens to those acorn monitors? They get dropped off in LA in a safe house and those people disappear. So your tax dollars, and I get it. Look, you work part-time at Starbucks and you're getting your liberal arts degree in butthole art or paintings or whatever you- Butthole art? Butthole paintings, I don't care. Okay. It's probably a legit, let's be honest, it's probably a legit major somewhere. You're not gonna get hit with the amount of tax that people that make one hundred and ten, one hundred twenty thousand dollars. One hundred and fifty. Oh shit. Oh shit. Got him. Damn, Daniel. People that have families and kids that have two income households that are trying to make a name for themselves in this country and trying to solidify their roots, those people are the ones that get raped in tax season. Yep. When you work twenty hours at Starbucks asking people if you want ice or you want it hot, those people aren't gonna see that shit. And those are the people that vote for all this stupid shit to open up the border and have all these people come in willy-nilly. Because oh, it doesn't affect them it has at all. That's what I'm saying. minimum wage which would essentially eliminate their job. Exactly. Because you're going to have some robot at Dunkin' Donuts, which I'm, I've never, I haven't been to Starbucks in like six years. I go to Dunkin' Donuts. They support law enforcement and their drinks are better. It's cheaper. Yeah. But these people are stupid because they're like, oh, yeah, minimum wage increase. And you're like... They're going to put a robot to make your Starbucks frappe or whatever, and you're going to be out of a job, and then you're going to go to Walmart, and you're going to be handing out smiley face stickers to people. When was the last time you went to a grocery store and you didn't have to check out your own groceries? Oh, well, I always buy alcohol when I go to the grocery store, so I have to get in line with some... I also prefer the ninety-year-old Filipino in my bathroom garbage cans. So I, always <laughs> yeah. to, I always go to person checkout. I'm yeah. always the guy with the ninety-year-old Filipino lady. Do I to bag with that? And I'm like, I have four hundred dollars worth of stuff. I would like at least a couple bags. Yep. I'm not gonna hand shovel this shit in my truck. Stupid. Let's circle back. I can. I'll circle back to Texas. Texas. So <laughs> we understand. <laughs> Got in the weeds there for a minute. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes you gotta go down rabbit holes. You want to know who else goes down rabbit no holes? No pun intended. A little bit. Alex a little bit. Jones. Alex Jones. He had some insight. Be honest with you. I, I'm kind of retarded. Be honest with you. I don't believe he is. But at the, at the end of the day, a little bit. there's a little, one thing that's bit. for sure. Bit. His rants are epic. Yeah. And his... They're legendary. His claims are God tier. So he had some feelings in regards to not only Texas and the compromised energy grid there, but just <laughs> life overall. So... If you haven't smiled at any part of this show yet, be prepared to giggle a little. Well, they can get away with, you're like, well, maybe they're just stupid. That's why they run their mouth about killing old people all day. They don't want to just kill those old people. They want to kill everybody. Right default position is keep infectious patients away from the nursing homes and Democrats in unison and globalists from Europe to Australia to the United States, ship them in there. Information out and just have it, nothing happen. I'll quit today. I, I want to walk away from this place so bad. Because we have all the evidence of what the enemy's done and no one does shit with it. Nothing. I don't know why people don't have an instinct to victory, but it's incredible. What am I talking about? What's the big news? No one cares. I shouldn't even say it, probably. I mean, we, we could have the keys to, to put Lucifer into the pit of hell. No one would care. They'd be busy getting their freaking nails done.
You understand, ladies and gentlemen, we have the smoking gun of what did the power outage. 100% it was the Department of Energy and their order to keep the power off. You understand we have that and no one gives a damn. I, I quit then. Screw this whole freaking place, man. Joe Biden is on TV on CNN saying Xi Jinping is doing a good job invading Hong Kong and running giant death camps. Fine, if America wants that, then freaking have it. And if you want your power turned off by the Department of Energy, then enjoy it. I'm going to run some tapes. I'm not even sure I'm coming on today. Screw this whole place. And I'm not even bitching anymore. I just can't do this six, seven days a week. And just with the public like zombies everywhere, just like walking into globalist machine gun fire. And then that weird reanimated corpse, Biden stumbling around up there. Just all of it. Just It's just, it's a joke because people are unconscious from watching TV and playing on their phones all day. It manipulates all the dopamine receptors where people think that's the real world. And the real world, they're all, ooh, 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 like this. And I just, I just don't want to be around this anymore. Maybe Bill Gates is right. Just kill everybody. But use neutron bombs at least and kill them quick, man. Don't mutate them and torture them and dumb them down. But Bill Gates likes that. Bill Gates, get a deal with the globalists and start neutron bombing the public. Just neutron bomb everybody. Then we don't kill the earth and the humans are gotten rid of. Maybe he's right. Maybe I should go work for Gates and just come up with a neutron bomb plan. I know Bertrand Russell had one before they called it a neutron bomb. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the answer. Got to start over. Maybe I should just salute Bill Gates right now on air. Pledge allegiance to him. Nobody else cares. At least he actually wants to run something. <sighs> Man, I tell you. All right, um, I, I have the giant news, but no one, no one, cares. I'm not throwing a fit here, just no one cares. Maybe if I freak out, maybe I cut a few fingers off with loppers, you people go, and this is really important, this will bring down the globalists. Here, let me cut my pinky off. Oh, now you pay attention? The Department of Energy on record told Texas, you can't produce more power. I have the damn document with a direct link to them. They'll just have Snopes say it isn't real. As society <laughs> collapses under Agenda 2030, and the UN says billions are planning to starve to death in the next decade. You're going to have a lot of cannibalism and breakdown of society in the third world. I got to think about eating my neighbors. I got to think about hauling them up with a chain, chopping them up to eat them. People say, so you better settle down here and have a heart attack. Yeah, probably so. God, I fucking love him. <laughs> uh, because So there you go. I mean, He's Alex Jones, he kind of covered it. He encompassed a bunch of things. So everything from the energy crisis in Texas to the globalists. Cannib and, cannibalism. Right. Agenda 2030, which is a tease for our upcoming show with the lovely ladies from Russian Disinformation, where we'll be covering Davos, the World Economic Forum, and just globalists in general. Cannibal um, cannibalism? Everybody loves a little bit of meat. I love meat. <laughs> eat meat for you, you guys both saw that straight. you can now eat your favorite celebrity, right? This week. What? I saw that. Yeah, you saw that. Can you pull it up? Yeah. Just, what does just, that mean? Just duck, duck, go eat your favorite celebrity. There's a website now where you can. Uh, celebrities are donating tissue samples, and they're using some of the finest Italian artisan meat making techniques to craft. Salami. What the fuck? Using the donated tissue of your favorite celebrity so that you can eat them. This is a joke, right? No, it's a legitimate website. No. Yes, oh, it, yes, is. it is a legitimate this website. But it's stupid, but it's, it's, it's like a joke, right? It's not a joke. Hey, no, come on. Uh, have, you ever, have you ever thought, 
about eating Kanye. Jesus Christ. I don't give a fuck. If my salami is coming from Costco and it's cheap, I'm going to eat it. I don't right. care where it comes Who doesn't from. love a good salami? But, I mean, you can have Costco or you can have Ellen DeGeneres. All right, so that's bitelabs.org. There it is. Oh, my God. It says man. the process. We start with top-quality ingredients and time-honored recipes for the creation of fine-cured meats. Mm. We mix celebrity and animal meats grown in-house through a proprietary culturing process into curated salami blends. Starting with biopsied myoblast cells, we grow our healthy rich meat in Bite Lab's own bioreactors. Our process yields high-quality luxury protein in a sustainable manner that eliminates the environmental and ethical concerns associated with traditional livestock productions. I don't know about you guys, but I'm fucking starving. It's, it's got to be, this has got to be like satire. Sure isn't. No. Here, here's the deal. It's got to be satire. If I was in a third world country and okay. they were serving up human flesh, like smoked for 12 hours, like. Like a, like, With a, like an artisan barbecue sauce. I would eat that in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd, I'd been curious since I was like 12 to see what human tastes like. Really? 100%. Wow. If someone came up in a truck right now and was like, this is human flesh, we barbecued it, we sauteed it, it's it's the shit. I'd be like, well, fuck, I'll eat it right now. I don't care. I don't even want to know where it came from. Noah, you want to weigh in on that? You down for the sickness? No. No, me either. Oh. I guess I'm just fucking weird. This, this, website, <laughs> this website is obviously satire. There's no fucking way. It's not satire. Not no. only is it unsatire, it's delicious. According to their customer reviews. Here's the deal. I would try. Well, there's a lot of customer reviews on Chicom shit on Amazon, too. I went to Thailand last year before COVID hit. Please don't tell me you ate people. I tried gopher. Okay. They tried to tell me it was chicken. It was definitely gopher. Yeah. Well, if you think you haven't eaten dog, if you've eaten tacos in Tijuana. I'm telling you right now. 100%. If someone came and was like, this is a human person. This is their thigh. Their dream wish when they died was to be eaten by humans so we get to see what it tastes like. I would try that shit 100%. I would try it right now. I would not feel guilty about it. You know, you want to know what I do feel guilty about? Some of Joe Biden's nominations for cabinet positions. God, fuck Joe Biden. Right? You haven't sighed into the microphone enough, so we need to touch on these a little bit before we round third. Um, We got some... We got some... Real winners up there, including uh, Nira Tandon, who is under fire right now for shit posting the last five years on Twitter in regards to sometimes leftists, but for the most part, conservative people wishing them anything from disease and death to accusing them of things that are completely incorrect. So her her candidacy right now is up in the air. Um, she's probably the best of the shittiest. Um, one of our favorites, good old Xavier Becerra of California, uh, was nominated by Joe Biden for health and human services, uh, nominee. He's going to work over. It's ma'am. So he'll be her boss. He's he's, right. Wait, stand by. He's so gross. (laughs) So. It's like a Xavier Becerra cafeteria lunch lady is best known for his lawsuit against the little sisters of the poor, where they tried oh. to indoctrinate and force them to pay for what is it contraceptive and Planned Parenthood, all that shit. How do you have a contraceptive if you have a wiener? Oh, what the fuck? 
So it, he's up there too. Ew. In the middle of pandemic, Joe Biden nominates Xavier Rosera to be the Health and Human Services Secretary. He has never worked in Health and Human Services. He has no background in virology. He has never worked at a pharmaceutical company. And his only healthcare experience is that he sued the Little Sisters of the Poor for refusing to conform to Obamacare back when Joe Biden was vice president. So he's also a radical liberal out of California who has deep ties with CARE and La Raza and would probably be the absolute worst picked besides it's ma'am, who would be his undersecretary. So in regards to health and human services, this is what you can expect. So More forced Obamacare. Well, not to mention Becerra's huge gun control advocate as well. That, that as well. But, but, his, but his undersecretary will be pushing, and she announced it today in a statement she released, um, transgender studies for elementary and middle school kids, in addition to pushing... Puberty blockers. What the fuck are puberty? Pu what is it? Pu puberty blockers. <laughs> Sorry. Code four. <laughs> right. It, it would be. They're pharmaceuticals that are designed to stop the effects of puberty because someone who is anywhere from late elementary school to middle school has not decided their gender yet. Oh, so we're just gonna put them on hold. Yeah. Until they're they're gonna be decided. But wait, it gets better. Hmm. <clears throat> you also have uh, Deb Haaland. <laughs> who would be the first Native American nominated to a cabinet position. Nobody gives a fuck. Do you guys give a fuck? Stand by. I, I, first of all. I don't care what they are. Guy, girl, it. Native American, white, black, Asian. As long as they're qualified for the job, fucking put them up for confirmation. Yeah. 100%. But the three people that I've mentioned so far, 0% qualified for any of their jobs, and they're probably going to get confirmed. Also, who here out of the three of us were born in America? I was. Were you born in America? No? Yeah. Well, guess hey. what? You're fucking Native American. I mean, huh? you know, my my one hundred percent. My great grandma came over from Italy. So okay, but you yourself, my grandfather. Oh, you my mean like you mean like Native American? Yeah. Okay. Are you native to America? I mean, I didn't get that discount yeah. when I went to college. Well, go no, fuck yourself because no. you're a Native American. Do I get casino money? Ooh, nice. You should because this is bullshit. At this point, everything's <laughs> racist. Look, I'm like four shots deep of whiskey. Four. I don't know. I have like six pack of Coors. Eight. I'm fucking angry right now because we had two weeks off, one week off. I'm ready to fucking go. This is upsetting. So, um, Deb Holland has faced hostile Republican questioning in the confirmation hearing thus far. She is from New Mexico. She is a Native American, both of which I don't give a fuck about. Is she qualified for the job? Let's see some of her stats. Um, She's considered a progressive on the climate crisis and has spoken out on the impact of fossil fuels development on the environment of Native American tribes, positions that the Senate Republicans were keen to attack during sometimes contentious confirmation hearings. All that means is she supports the Green New fucking deal. She's against oil. She's against clean energy. She's against fracking. Okay, so she's against killing jobs and becoming less energy independent. Um, she is completely unqualified for her job, and it is a completely political appointment in regards to Joseph R. Basements Jr. and this nominee. Um, when you go up for your confirmation hearings and everything you say in regards to questions circles back to your Native American heritage, that means you are not competent to do the job and are unqualified to carry it out for the American people. Um, but wait, it gets worse. But wait, there's more. Exactly. Well, shit, fuck. 
The Attorney General nomination. Jesus Christ. Which has been going on all week. <laughs> Merrick Garland is an absolute fucking disaster. His top priority, if confirmed as the Attorney General. I can't wait. Would not be to stop terrorism. What is it? Would not be to ease the social injustice in well, America. Well, that'd be good. It would not be to examine some civil rights discrepancies. No. It would be... Let me guess. To address the number one issue facing this country right now, white nationalism. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, He called the uh, attack on the Capitol the most heinous attack on American democracy that he's ever seen or should be recorded in the history books. Misdemeanors. So, Oklahoma City bombing? Oh, no, that's nothing. No. 9-11? Oh. E- even though it was an inside job? Mm. Disregard. Pearl Harbor? Never heard of her. Wow. A whole bunch of boomers walking into the Capitol and knocking down the velvet ropes and sitting in Mike Pence's chair? Up there with the extermination of the Jews, according to Merrick Garland. In regards to this probe, Nick is hammered. regarding the Capitol, he said he will hire investigators that will work around the clock and pursue the leads wherever they take them. Uh, he has one supports from Democrats because they want to cancel everybody out who voted for Donald Trump. And he's got a shitload of shit ahead of him, including, like we already mentioned, civil rights, racial injustice, Coca-Cola, Critical race theory training and things of that nature. Um, Garland has stated that communities of color and other minorities still face discrimination in housing, education, and employment, and the criminal justice system, and bear the brunt of harm caused by the pandemic, pollution, climate change, and systemic racism. And according to Joey Basements, they don't know how to use a computer. Oh, that's true. That is true. I I saw that. Um... He's absolutely fucking terrible. Yeah. And when it comes to some of the things that he was questioned on during his hearing, which we'll play some clips on, uh, <clears throat> a big one, the Hunter Biden case. It's amazing how that went away and then came back. Well, it, and it, it's still kind of away. It appeared and then it was repressed. It was muted. People were canceled because they were spreading fake news in regards to it. The election happened. A winner was announced, and then it reappeared under the guise of FBI federal probe slash investigation. Pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see what good old Merrick, keep him in Guantanamo Garland, had to say in regards to Hunter Basement's laptop scandal. So have you discussed this Hunter Biden case? with the president or anyone else? I have not. The president made abundantly clear uh, in every public statement before and after my nomination that uh, decisions about investigations and prosecutions will be left to the Justice Department. That was the uh, reason that I was willing to uh, take on this job. And um, um, so the answer to your question is no. Good to know. So in regards to the Hunter Biden laptop, which wasn't a thing, but then a thing, Mm -hmm. 
he has no information on it and doesn't know if he's going to ask any questions about it. Um, he was also asked by congressional members on whether he thought crossing the border illegally into the United States from a foreign country was a crime. Let's see what he had to say about that. A little bit more about the law enforcement challenges at the border, which I know a number of other members have brought up with you. Just a, a fundamental question. Do you believe that illegal entry at America's border should remain a crime? Well, I haven't thought about uh, that question. Uh, uh, I just haven't thought about that question. I, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the president has uh, made clear that we are a country of uh, with the borders and with the concern about national security. Um, I don't know of a proposal to uh, decriminalize but still make it uh, unlawful to enter. I just don't know the answer to that question. I haven't thought about it. Um, it will you continue to prosecute un unlawful border crossings? Well, uh, this is, again, a, a question of allocation of resources. Um, um, we will, uh, uh, the department uh, will uh, uh, prevent unlawful um, uh, crossing. Um, I don't know, I, you know, I, I, I have to admit, I just don't know exactly what the conditions are and how this is uh, uh, done. I think if, um, um, I don't know what the current program even is with respect uh, to this, um, if there, um, so, uh, I, I assume that the answer would be yes, but I don't. I don't know what the. What the? F no, 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 no. Not, not yet. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I gotta know what Nancy Pelosi told me to say. It gets better. So, so let's Get see what we cover this The president, well, <laughs> the resident of the United States sons and his alleged crimes. He doesn't know anything about. In regards to illegal border crossings and prosecutions. He doesn't know how it works. He doesn't know how it works. And now, let's take it inland a little bit. Oh, yeah, let's do this. Everybody loves Portland. Actually, nobody fucking loves Portland. I, wait. Home of Antifa. I was in Oregon for three years, and I went to Portland maybe twice. I was 20 minutes from Portland. It's the worst fucking city in the country. Okay, look, I, I know you guys know that if you... Fucking terrible. If you ate indoors, went to a movie theater, or had any kind of a normal life over the last years, you were a fucking degenerate piece of shit and a super spreader. Yeah, guilty. Of killing grandmas and grandpas nationwide. Fuck However, it. if you participated in any kind of social justice, regardless of the number, the amount of masks worn, whether they were indoors or outdoors. You were a hero. A hero, and therefore immune to the China virus. Bullshit. Let me add another aspect to it. Riot by day, federal offense. Oh, yeah, this is good. Riot by night, not so much. Check this out. Fuck. Let me ask you about uh, assaults on federal property in places other than Washington, D.C., Portland, for instance, Seattle. Do you regard assaults on federal courthouses or other federal property as acts of domestic extremism, domestic terrorism? Well... Senator, my own definition, which is about the same as the statutory definition, is uh, a use of violence or threats of violence uh, in an attempt to uh, disrupt uh, democratic processes. So an attack on a, uh, a courthouse while in operation, uh, trying to prevent judges from actually deciding cases, that plainly is um, domestic uh, um, uh, extremism, um, 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 uh, domestic uh, terrorism. 
um, an attack simply on a government property at night or any other kind of circumstances is a clear crime and a serious one and should be punished. I don't mean, I don't know enough about the facts of the example you're talking about, but that's where I, I draw the line. One, one is both are uh, criminal, um, uh, but one is uh, a core attack on our democratic institutions. So there you have it. As long as you commit crimes against federal officers on federal properties under the cover of night, no problem. Good Not go. a crime. So well, there was there was definitely attacks on that area during the day as well. It just wasn't as widespread. Spread. Mm -hmm. So in regards to Merrick Garland, that's we got to know. He answered nothing. Blah, he blah, he blah, blah, mumbled blah. and bumbled. <laughs> but let let's be absolutely clear. Clear. You need to go back and look at his judicial record. Mm -hmm. He will be the pinnacle point for this administration if appointed and confirmed as the highest law enforcement officer in the land. His nomination and eventual confirmation will mean anything that we've seen in regards to cancel culture up to this point mm -hmm. will be f so small in regards to the actual shit that will be coming. In addition to the small clips we've heard, he also has made a decision on whether or not to continue to protect the special counsel of John Durham. And in regards to the people, like we've talked about in other shows, who were detained and still remain in Guantanamo Bay during... Because it looks bad to let them out. Right. If even, they're not guilty. Even though they're not guilty... For optics alone, he's going to keep him in there. So if he's going to keep people that, if you put them on TV, they look like a terrorist, mm -hmm. even though they may not be one, what is he going to do when he puts your face on TV and says, this is what a terrorist actually looks like? It sounds kind of like a stretch, but if you don't think it's coming... We're heading that direction with the, the FBI's hope to help to identify the the insurrection rioters. Look at it this way. There was no social media in the 1930s Thank God. in Germany. However, there were swimming pools. One of the first things that were ever done in regards to starting to separate and demonize the Jewish population from the rest of Germany was for some reason, they banned them from all the fucking public pools. Wow. Seemed kind of insignificant. A lot of Jews probably shrugged. They probably had pools elsewhere that were just for Jewish people. Mm -hmm. Look how that fucking ended. Now, I'm not going to say we're all going to end up starting in the gulags and eventually in the incinerators. We probably will be. But when you look at them in regards to the cancel culture, they are hanging on by every means possible to every form of power to get the most radical nominees. For sure. Right. And I know we've heard from other people that have been guests on this show and who shows I'm a fan of, that everything is a PSYOP and the government doesn't matter and this stuff doesn't... If these people get into power, while the PSYOPs are actually going on, they're going to be doing stuff to regular people who don't deserve to have that stuff done to them. Well, they've already, they've already advocated that it would have been fine for them to do drone strikes on the people that were... And Pelosi wanted to put machine gun turrets at the Capitol. I don't know if anybody... served weapons. I don't know if anybody else knows this, but over the course of the last few days... There's been a um, hearing going on in Capitol Hill where several Democratic congressional members have proposed or threatened 
major cable companies oh, yeah. to deplatform Fox News, Newsmax, One yeah. America, and things of that nature. <clears throat> Look, deplatform Fox News, fuck those guys. No, 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 no. Because it starts with shit like that. But here's the thing, and I know this is legit, and I know it's real because Fox News has pulled the reins off Cucker. Cucker went on an almost 30-minute cold open yesterday that covered everything from fucking Stop the Steal to QAnon and everything in between, which said somewhere in the middle that the only way to culturally appropriate this racial injustice that's going on with everybody is to let everyone in and to take all of their kids who are supposed to be going to Brown, Yale, Harvard, and schools of that nature, Columbia, have them go work in the poultry farms and have the illegal migrants with no working skills, no English, no American values, no job nothings, go to those schools for free. And, and, and if you complain about it, you're just as bad as the racist, oh, shit. as the white nationalists who don't exist that you're accusing of being white nationalists. Fuck. Right, exactly. Look, here's the deal. <laughs> Side tangent slash relevant. <clears throat> and go. There's an MMA fighter slash army ranger okay. slash fucking badass. His name was... Um, we are going to circle back to this because... Circle back? There's a point I got to make. Tim Kennedy. Okay. Um, he'll probably be on the show next week or the week after. I don't know. Wait, who's um, show? Tim Kennedy, our show. Can you tell me about these guests? I'm booking things for weeks in advance, and now he's, you tell me... Look, gonna be, this, this guy's probably it, never going to come onto our show. Is he going to be like an in-studio guest or... I don't know. I have to read half I'd like to apologize. On he's a of podcast fucking, for any of our future guests for double booking. He's a badass. Okay. Okay. So he was a UFC fighter. He was an Army Ranger. He lives in Texas. He's a fucking badass. Okay. His, Would you call him the have you talked anti Dan Crenshaw? One hundred percent. So his thing, he just started this maybe two months ago. And he's got kids about the same age as our kids. Okay. I don't have kids. You got some dogs, so fuck it. Um but what he was saying is like he lives in Texas and he's exhausted of one, the indoctrination of public school system, the invax like the vaccination requirements of people just leaving their house. 100 percent of where we're at, and he's starting like a whole program almost if you were an enemy of this, you would call it a commune. And keep in mind this guy's a black belt in jujitsu and he's an ex-UFC fighter. Army Ranger did badass tours. He's actually still active. When Trump got inaugurated the first time, because I'm hopeful he'll get inaugurated another time, he re-enlisted into the Army Rangers as a, a special forces sniper. His whole thing is he's designing a program to where conservative people can bring their kids to his program and they can teach them the real history of the United States. They can teach them physical education as far as jujitsu firearms training at a young age oh, that's good. to where they become self-sufficient. He's teaching them how to farm off the land so you're not on the government's tit, basically. Teat. Teat. Tit. Teat. That's where we want to get to. Right. Because this country, look, regardless if Trump wins again or this whole thing's reversed, I feel like the inevitable demi demise is inevitable. It's, it's coming soon. Until we host a insurrection in that sense to where we have people that you know what fuck both parties because we saw within the last six months that both parties are almost on the same page well that's a, that's a good point but it's like a, a half point because Correct. there's the uniparty and there's the people who are fighting for america 100 percent, and that's the that's the sticky situation we get into and because a, you have we, we, people who are going i'm republican till i die and they go 
Well, all the Republican people turned their back on you. And that's the thing. Instead of being a Republican or Democrat, you just have to be an America first. Exactly. And if that's what, if they want to call you a white nationalist or a racist or a misogynist or then fuck it. A whateverist, then just fuck it. Because if you care about your country and you care about your kids and you want them to grow up in the right place and you want, you know, all the things that traditional American values are all about, then 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 you have to kind of make a stand. I, I feel like this show is getting there. I think we're starting to identify. I used to be a neocon. I, I really did. I liked I liked the dressy Republican candidate. I liked going to war every couple of years Same because here. it yeah. looked cool on TV. And, and and that's about it. But but now I've realized that all it does is it it fucks me over in the wallet. It fucks 100%. my kids over at school. It fucks me over in my job. And, and no. So we we had <laughs> no. <laughs> we, had, we had a legit Negative. America first candidate and I don't think he was an anomaly. I think I, when, when he says the best is yet to come, I still believe him. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's going to take exposing all of the, uh, these assholes for what they are and them doing oh, like shit. going after us for who we are and what we believe in for the next couple years. And that's what it's going to take. But they have no idea the shitstorm that's about to come after Donald Trump announced that he's going to talk at CPAC this weekend. Oh, that's going to be good. Now, before we get into that, and there's a couple other things, I want to stay on this cancellation of, of the conservative networks. I know a lot of them are bullshit. And I know a lot of the people who work on these networks, the Hannity's, the Cuckers, the Laura Ingram's, gosh damn it, you know, Sean Spicer, and a couple other people, I know that they're on leashes. One America went out and did a little, they've been running pretty much 24 seven coverage of this stuff. I think they're the only network that has because they probably have the most to lose. They're my favorite network to watch. I subscribe to them and pay for it on Roku because my cable provider doesn't offer it. Um, We all know that I kind of have a man crush on Jack Posobiec. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he's hard at a couple of my memes. I wish he would come on the show. Jack, if you want to give us five minutes. That is correct. I'd sure as hell fucking take it. They did a little (laughs) segment. Take it. I want to see if you guys find the humor in this. Check this out. This was on this morning. I was able to grab it and and bring it to the show today. Includes increased scrutiny of conservative news outlets, such as Fox News, Newsmax, and yeah, yours truly. Who would want to put this in jail? Politico putting it this way, quote, two House Democrats. pressed a mix of cable, satellite, and streaming providers on Monday about their decisions to carry Fox News, One America News Network, and Newsmax, accusing the right-leaning outlets of serving as misinformation rumor mills and conspiracy theory hotbeds that produce content that leads to real harm. They'll also be holding a hearing on Wednesday about this topic, which can only be described as a political pressure campaign against those companies to take action against certain networks. Think about how short-sighted you have to be as a Democrat to support the government taking action against certain outlets by saying they're fake news. It's a little ironic, isn't it? And as I said, Democrats are holding a hearing on Wednesday trying to pressure these private companies into dropping conservative news outlets such as One American News. So I want to do something to try and get into the congressional record. They're going to lose their minds. Let's make the graphics something a little bit wild, something they'd lose their mind over. Uh, not the One America News thing. That's the one. All right. And let's get a new uh, CG right here as well. Not that Democrats take aim at free speech. I want to go uh, something. There we go. The tinfoil hat conspiracy hour. All right. <clears throat> Three, two, one. 
All right, well, it's 3 a.m. Moscow time, and this is After Hours. I'm your online troll farm bot, Alex Alvey, and tonight, Hillary Clinton remains on the loose. Jeffrey Epstein definitely didn't kill himself, and new information suggesting Bill Gates is teaming up with Anthony Fauci to microchip your children. All right, that's good. We'll post that tonight. They're going to absolutely lose it. If this makes it into the congressional record, we're making history, people. But for some lawmakers... I, th I thought that was in good form. Yeah, that was good. That was that was really, I think, above average. It was savage. Yeah, it was. And, and, but the sad part is that depiction of what he said, the Alex Jones graphic, mm -hmm. the Hillary Clinton, Jeffrey Epstein references, and all that other shit is what the Democrats on Capitol Hill are literally depicting the American public and the people who are conservative and have traditional American values want or you know, uh, emit, and 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 it's just not true. Well, you'll see that no. clip trimmed front and back so it actually looks like it was a serious thing. Too. Right, it's going to say Alex Jones, Jeffrey Epstein, Hillary Clinton, and, and they'll probably... Steak for Rex's podcast. If they go off the people who edited the fucking impeachment videos, they're going to drop an N-bomb in there, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. So don't worry. It's like but, there's not even supposed to be a, a freaking verified profile check next to this. Right? Yeah, there we don't need it. Yeah, there just, just on on dropping N-bombs on fucking One America. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We, we got some best of the rest as we're rounding third here. Um, the Fed Reserve crashed today, which uh, kind of held up or froze over $3 trillion a day worldwide transitions. Yeah, what's up with that? For an, for an unsubstantiated reason so far. Uh, I don't know what was going on. I kind of caught it as a drive-by headline before yeah. it was coming out. I know Donald Trump fucked with the Fed Reserve before he left. As I'll call it a win. Change the passwords. Oh, my yeah. <laughs> control, I'll delete. 69, 69. Um, <laughs> kind of a tease for next week for all mm. our listeners we're going to have Wonder Woman on tease yeah. me those O's are Q's and she will be bringing the fire wait what does that mean right? it means just, your just, world's going to get just turned just upside down I'm just kidding remember the first time you Don't watched The Matrix and you were like whoa what the fuck stop it because I know where you're going I know where you go. you start with The Matrix <sighs> which is a good movie and I, we all know where you end <laughs> I just want to point out. No, 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 no. <clears throat> um, California. California? Congratulations to us. Let's high five it. Let's hear it. Let's go fuck go ourselves. One more. Because we're still in this shitty ass state. There are 49 states currently who have in theater movies, indoor dining, and sporting events, professional, fuck. collegiate, and high school, all with fans allowed to participate. Guess who number 50 is that isn't allowed to do shit? Over here in California, no indoor dinings, except the places where I go, like the place I went last week and I went to a diner. Yeah. Fucking delicious. Yeah. Guess what? Found a steakhouse that's open this weekend. Where? Standby. Go in there too. Mm, where? Yeah. I'll tell you off the offline when we're done. Oh my but fucker. Look, right now we're in a race. I just want to get drunk at Buffalo you, Wild Wings. You are drunk. I just want to get drunk er, at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Drunk, er. Eat indoors in the AC and End the night with my tits out. I don't give. I don't, don't worry, White Knight. We will see <laughs> oh, again. I don't want to drive to Yuma to get that done. You we don't have to. Hey, you know what? It, it's a race right now. You have the exploding scandal in New York with the old folks' homes deaths. Yeah, they're Andrew covering Coleman. that up. They're not covering it up. There have been several Dems, including AOC, semicolon Democrat, Gay. Democrat bartender from New York who has yeah. called for an investigation into the fact that there may have been up to 
and maybe exceeding 15,000 nursing home deaths when only less than six were reported during the height of coronavirus. In addition, this douchebag had a press conference where he made a big fucking poster about how awesome he was, later won an Emmy, and was probably gonna be a nominee for a cabinet position in the Biden administration, in addition to a probable 2024 presidential election candidate. Did you, nipple rings? Yeah, party tits Cuomo. (laughs) That shit. Did you guys see the super important thing that um, AOC asked the other day? Hopefully, it was crazy. I, I really am hoping right now that it's related directly to that. Would you like to open a tab or do you want to close out? Okay, no, yeah, I'm, I'm going to yeah. let that one slide. So right now we're, we're him versus Newsom. We, we got 15,000 deaths, blood on his nipple rings versus Newsom over here who only has his gym, his restaurant, his kid's school and only places he goes open, which is worse. Yeah. Uh, Hot off the presses right before I got here today, a former staffer who had made allegations of sexual harassment against Andrew Cuomo uh, a few months ago, now today elaborated on those, saying that there was touching, petting, groping, heavy petting, and sexually explicit comments made to her almost on a daily basis while she worked for him. So things aren't looking good for him. Cuomo's getting... Possibly thrown in jail. There's a lot of that going around. How right? the fuck do you run a state with nipple rings? And Gavin, and Gavin Newsom, we're, we're inching closer to the recall threshold uh, in, in California, which is a big, huge thing. I hope Rick Grinnell runs. I know, the former German ambassador to the United States and DNI under the Trump administration. He's got a lot of things working for him in California, in addition to being a California native and a former cabinet official. He is openly gay, <laughs> which works a little bit better in California than it does in most states. <laughs> and if that couldn't get any worse, everyone's favorite asshole. Anthony Fauci. Trash. Yep. Doctor who hasn't treated a patient or worked in a virology lab in over 35 years, but however, still holds the title of highest paid federal employee this week announced that although you may have received the COVID vaccine or vaccines, don't do it. You still may not be able to go anywhere because wearing three masks until 2022. Wait, it's three now? Yeah, it's definitely three. There's no limit on masks. Is it because we're buying them all from China? Look, and they're making full disclosure, I've had the same camo gator, quote unquote, since the beginning of COVID. I'm not going to lie. I haven't washed that or taken it out of my truck. Good for you. I don't hate that. But you know who does? Dr. Fauci. And let's hear what he had to say about Literally you. Literally haven't claimed it you, at all. You and your neck gator. Vaccinated that you're not going to be able to do in society. For example, indoor dining theaters, places where people congregate. That's because of the safety of society. So there are things, even if you're vaccinated, that you're not gonna be able to do in society. For example, indoor dining, theaters, places where people congregate. That's because of the safety of society. So there you have it. Wait, so we're never going back to indoor dining? 
ever. So they're literally just trying to ruin all businesses. I'm not reset. I'm not completely clear based off the context of that statement right there and whether he was talking about legitimate indoor dining, like the kinds I go to on the weekend when I find them throughout San Diego County, or the new outdoor indoor dinings, i.e. the wedding tents that businesses have built directly next to their actual establishment where people eat indoors now during coronavirus. Which is basically just inside but outside. Yes. Which means nothing. It's pointless. Well, it's outside with a little bit of a dirt accent. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there's like oil spots on the floor and you have the parking spaces. Yeah. If you throw the dirt up into the uh, air, it changes Mm -hmm. the climate. The teachers unions have also pushed the goalposts back on school reopenings. It looks like this year is going to be a total wash and and, and a complete L for the children of the United States. Um, well, the teachers unions are pushing political agendas. They sure instead are. Instead of teaching the fucking youth of America. They want stimmy money that has nothing to do with school reopenings in, instead of actually teaching the kids and doing their jobs. I have a <clears throat> family member who's related by marriage. I'll put it that because... I don't want to get any more detail. Okay. <clears throat> but she was bragging that the LA school district and the teachers unit was not going to open up until they met the needs of the LA school district union, which had so many things as far as like illegal immigrants, like Medicare, Medicaid, minimum wage, so many things that didn't have to do with. In, I don't in know. Person education. You doing your job that you were hired to do, which and our is, tax dollars are paying for, hmm, but not using the correct. Share. So all these people decided to be freaking activists overnight when they're not working, and none of them want to go back to school because these people are teaching classes from Morocco and Mexico City and Cabo San Lucas, and that's their job. They're teaching people for two hours a day on online, and that's it. I so, mean, I wouldn't want to go back to. Why would you? If if the system, if the government is enabling you to do so, why would you want to go back to full time? They're literally hand hand walking you into a, a failure system and saying, hey, we just need two hours of your day. You can live wherever you want. Because I know people that have moved to Hawaii during this pandemic and they're teaching in Santa Unified School District and they're technically quote unquote full-time teachers within the government, but they're living in a completely different state on the beach mandating that you need to be in two hours of day of school. It's yep. ridiculous. No, it, it just seems that <clears throat> coronavirus is here to stay. Dr. Fauci continues to move the goalposts and be wrong in every single thing that he, you know, pushes on the public. And, uh, it's just one of those things that I think the biggest L uh, nationwide, besides the uh, middle class, the uh, small business, it's probably the children. I mean, we're, we're getting a complete redo uh, on this year. And, and believe me, after that leaked audio last week um, where they had an L.A. County School District Zoom conference and thought that they put their parents on pause mm-hmm. at which point the teachers went on rant saying went off these bitches want their babysitters back i'll fuck those assholes up and we ain't doing shit this year they were all fired yeah. the next day got them got them uh, uh, but, but, but that's what we're dealing there. with so regardless of all the things we said that are literally happening in real time during this timeline 
that we discuss on this show today, it's probably still all psyop. Yeah. 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 The people who we think are the handlers of the world are probably being handled by people who we'll never see. Mm-hmm. And the dark shadows. Life goes on. All we can do is carry the torch of light. Um, we got a lot of shit coming up on this show. Like I already previously mentioned, next Tuesday we'll be back with a brand new steak for breakfast podcast episode with our guest, Wonder Woman, oh, or Jewel Thief1776 on Instagram. She's either the real Diana Prince or the real Felicia Hardy. Oh, we may shit. never know. What I do know is she'll be here next week. Um, in addition to that, we're going to be bonus steaks this week. I wouldn't, oh. call it, I wouldn't call it a steak exclusive because we're going We the People radio podcasting on Monday. We're going to oh, join shoot. James, Nick, and possibly Lex. She's kind of been MIA moving to Big Dick Ronland uh, oh. in Florida over the last couple of weeks. But hopefully she'll be back to join us for a mega show, which could be with up to four hosts on both sides of the table, bringing that total to eight. Nice. Um, yeah. In addition to that, over the next couple of weeks, we'll be having more guests. Uh, Flat Earth Dave's going to be joining the show on March 16th, I believe. Nice. On a Tuesday. And, and we're going to go down that rabbit hole in addition to reporting the news um, and what we think about it. We uh, just got a lot of things on the horizon. We're, we're, we're going to be having some great guests. We're going to be getting back together with the uh, Russian disinformation gals towards the end of March or beginning of April. And we are going to have Lala Beams from the Lala Beams podcast um, on here as well. In addition to a plethora of guest hosts from our friends that we interact with online, uh, the Steak for Breakfast podcast. Follow us, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, and Podbean. You want to download the podcast? Listen, like, <laughs> follow, and share. On our Instagram, Steak for Breakfast Podcast, pretty easy. Do yourself a favor. I post a lot of fire memes on that page. That's true. Super fire. If you've ever been in our story, it's usually fire memes. Hit the notification bell. It's not going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, we're breaking the shadow band. This is the first time in about two months... <clears throat> that we've had all of our demographics in the inside sections in the green. I screenshotted and sent it to Nick. One was tiny, but the other two were, were, were getting up there. So we're breaking that shadow ban. Our backup page on Instagram is Steak for Podcast Breakfast. <laughs> you probably see it a little bit more than our main page, but we share all the same stuff on both. Uh, we're on Parlor at Steak for Breakfast. We're on Gab at Steak for Breakfast Podcast. And we're on Twitter at Dose23 Trace. Um... <laughs> We'd like to thank all of our sponsors who helped make this show great again, again. Stay Ready Gear. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, stayreadygear.com. Man Rubs on Facebook and Instagram at manrubs.com. West Coast Survival Arms. Mike's on Facebook and also at westcoastsurvivalarms.com. Mediocremedic.com on IG. And Mark Joe Friday at Dumpbox. He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. And you can order merch at dumpbox.us. If you are active or prior military, DM me and I will give you a discount code for Dumpbox. Get those zero fucks ducks, mm. those coronavirus veteran gear. Creds that went into making the show what it was today. Tom Pappert, The National File, Editor-in-Chief. Jack Posobiec at One America. Matt Couch, Editor-in-Chief of the DC Patriots. Raheem Kassam, 
at the War Room Pandemic Podcast. We the People Radio, James, Nick, Ant, and Lex. The girls over at Russian Disinformation, Jasmine and Austin. The Orange Man Podcast and My Maria 777. Mm. Friends of the Week, as always. Let's see if we can get Nick to giggle. Galila 3. Been giggling this whole episode. Axia Queen. <laughs> Baby Cakes 2.0. Freaking schoolgirl. <laughs> Thor's Hammer 2.0. Lala Beams. What I mean to say, period in between each word. Reverse mocking word. Reverse mocking bird. Law of One. Jewel Thief 1776. The real Felicia Hardy, our guest next week. And of course, Kayla Michelle, the Fit Patriot. Ladies and gentlemen, it was great to be back this week. We'll be back twice next week. Got him. <coughs> you're getting double stakes. I was told not to say this. I'm going to say it. Just don't call her. Just you don't, mother, call her <laughs> don't call you her. Don't call her. Assholes. You motherfuckers. So uh, Nick's performance tonight is brought to you by Coors Banquet and right. Barrel Bourbon. Yeah. And a lot of it. Download the whole barrel episode. of bourbon. Download the episodes. Download the episodes. <laughs> That's it. Download it. I'm not going to say anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um... No, you, you want to know what? There was a little bit of rest to shake off, but I think this show this week was good to get us going for what we got going on next week. We're going to be talking a lot of Q between the boys from We The People and Jewel Thief 1776 on back-to-back days. And we'll be bringing you the news minus the DC mainstream political swampy bullshit swamp. so swamp as we move this podcast towards the grassroots level and continue to work with all of our friends minus the d um this has been the steak for breakfast podcast and on behalf of the show i'm roan noah i'm nick and fucking download the episode this has been the steak for breakfast podcast ladies and gentlemen we will see you next week take care and thanks for listening